Hello and welcome to Hail Dear Old Pod. It is Wednesday, April 26th, and it's Jeremy's birthday. He is 30 years old. Just kidding. He is 27 (laughs) years old. And Jeremy, you don't look a day over uh, 22. Oh, well, thank thank you, lad. I appreciate it. That I mean, I know that's a lie because I know I have wrinkles, and it's all due to Mississippi State sports. And that's any gray hairs true. I have, they've been caused by these dogs. And uh, but yeah, tw- tw- twenty-seven years dogs haven't killed me yet. So hey, let's keep going. Let's I'll try and get as many as we can. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've said for years the dogs will put me into an early grave. So not yet, dogs. <laughs> not yet. Twenty-seven looks good on you, and uh, yeah. Try to keep him down, dogs. He keeps living. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into everything from this past week and weekend. Um, I've, I, I think I've said this saying too many times now, but I'm going to keep saying it. Dogs on the diamond just keep winning. It's it's becoming it's becoming a habit, obviously, because they keep winning. But it's it's. It's a surprise to me that that it keeps happening, but I love every second of it. Um, baseball got a huge win uh, this past weekend against Alabama. Got the sweep like I said they would because I'm a true optimist, and I know a sweep when I see it coming, even if it takes 13 innings, which it did. <laughs> but it happened. We got the sweep. Uh, sole position of first in the SEC um, as of now. And that is still perplexing and just so strange to say, Jeremy, because we've talked about it time and time again. It just doesn't seem like we have the depth where we need it in the pitching staff to to keep winning. Yet, here we are. It's it's baffling still. I mean, <laughs> every every weekend I come on this podcast just thinking, like, I'm prepared to be like, well, guys, this is kind of what we thought was going to happen. You know, it finally happened. You know, the sky's not falling, but we are not. As we have. And every week I come on here and be like, guys, we just swept another team in the SEC, <laughs> and we're number 10 in the country, and now they're talking about us being a national. I don't know anymore. I've, I've just – I've given up on trying to predict what these dogs are capable of because <laughs> clearly I have no idea. And so I'm just riding the high. I mean, I definitely – and it was funny as I was watching the lovely 13 uh, – inning game I just kept sitting there thinking hey if we lose this at least my prediction will be right on the podcast but at the same time I hope that we win uh yeah. so sweet to be wrong uh like I said it was great for the dogs I mean that's I mean we said and you and I think it's the reason you predicted the sweep Alabama's not a good baseball team no. we should have swept them yes. I mean despite yeah. despite our best attempts to try and give a couple of those games away which we I, I'm pretty sure we were down we could have we uh, they we could have very, very much could have lost, lost that series. Dropped that series, yeah. yes, 100%. Yeah. Uh, so for the dogs to really kind of just continue to – I mean, at this point, the, the, the only way to describe them is a, a gritty team. They're not going to click at all times. We're going to have innings where we just look like idiots. Mm-hmm. We're going to have those innings. and uh, But luckily, like I said, I, I stick by my thing, my shtick, that the 15% that we play really well – is an elite level. I mean, yeah. And Gridley and Mangum are all gelling. If they can gel for two consecutive at-bats, which for them is three consecutive at-bats in a row, mm-hmm. twice through the lineup, they can generate six runs by themselves, just those three. I yeah. mean, then you got downtown Cody Brown, who's super hot right now, uh, cut some runs in there. 
I mean, if we can generate five or six runs, at this point, I, it's strange to say, I trust the pitchers we have. I just still only know that we have about six. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> to the point where, I mean, Peyton would help him. He, he pitched three innings against South Alabama, started the game on Tuesday, a loss. And you're like, oh, man, he pitched midweek. You know, I don't know if we'll see him much this weekend. Nope. He was out there pitching on Friday yep. twice. Yep. Pitched both games on Friday in a doubleheader, saved in Riley's cell. So I, I, I don't know. I got nothing left to say except good job, dog. <laughs> pra- praise the Lord and go, dog. Let's keep it going. It, it is. Uh. It's, it's, uh, it's just wild. It's wild to me. But I'm, we are where we are, and that place is first place. So, again, we sit here astonished, but. <laughs> we're being uh you know picked by we might get a national seed and that's banana <laughs> land but it is what it is and I'm I'm incredibly happy I'm but at the same time I'm just sitting there you know how is this happening but um the series sweep Jeremy that's five SEC series wins now that's you you could not have told me that that they'd be doing that this season but they are. Um, next up, uh, this coming up weekend, we play host to Auburn, uh, the fighting Butch Thompsons, and this team's very good. I think they're ranked ninth nationally. Um, I, th- I think they're they're either second or third in the West, right under us. Um, swept swept Florida at the beginning of the season. So I don't I don't really know I don't know really really how to gauge this series. I could see it I could see us losing two of the three at home, but I could also see us winning two of three at home because we've done it so many times this season. I just at this point I really don't know <laughs> how to predict these these coming series because we got a few <laughs> tough ones and I, I've I've kind of nonchalantly said yeah you know. We got momentum. We'll take two out of three, or we'll yeah. Well, I could see, I could see it's only getting one out of three, but who knows? We we could probably get two out of three, but I just I, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say this weekend against Auburn, take two out of three. I just uh, I'm not until I see these dogs really struggle and really just get you know, put away to where they can't come back, and they've came back a lot this season. Until that happens, I'm going to stick with them. I'm going to say, Jeremy, what are you thinking with Auburn this weekend? Um, it's just it's weird to me to think that Auburn's a baseball school now, or starting to become a lot well, of baseball. I don't, like, not, I don't like that for the yeah, one. Yeah, let's, not, let's uh, not say they're a baseball school yet. All, all respect to Butch Thompson, who – you know, state fans will remember he was the the mastermind of the pitching staff in mm-hmm. 2013, and I mean he was there for a number of years. Just, I mean, he, he's a great pitching coach. He he knows how to get the best out of, and he's done that at Auburn. It seems like their pitching has been kind of carrying them for a lot this year. Uh, their hitting starting to come along, and they're a very sound ball club. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I would I would like to think that at the end of the day, this is still Auburn coming to Duty Noble. Where the dogs have just proven that we're we're protecting the home the home turf, mm-hmm. protected it well so far this year, especially in SEC series. Um, so I mean, I I, I gotta assume that I, I'm with you on this. That 
I, don't, I, I just think I feel like this Auburn team. I mean, I, this is the exact opposite of the last week where I was thinking, you know, Alabama, you know, they're going to catch us. We're do a bad game or two. <laughs> they're going to we're going to slip up. I'm thinking the dogs at this point. They're I think they're so locked in. Uh, this is not the kind of games I would worry about. Like I said, with Auburn coming, the Canada Zero is going to have them pretty much saying. You come away with two out of three on this one, and there's a very, very good chance you can at least win the SEC West, if not the SEC. Uh, the players are going to know that. I mean, you got a lot of veteran players on here who were the SEC championship team last year. That mm-hmm. are, I think they're going to really shine in series like these. Um, and the young guys are really coming along as well. But I, I, I'm with you. I think two out of three is 100% achievable. Um, so I'm, I'm going to ride with you there. I'm going to say two or three. for Like I said, I mean, at this point, Auburn's a team that if we can just shell shock, I'd love to see a shell shock them come out, win mm-hmm. Friday, Saturday, go into that Sunday. I mean, we've just proven we we have no, there's no quitting these dogs. So, there's not. Uh, I'm not, not going to be I'm making enough because I know we have some series uh, on the back end against A and M and Georgia, where uh, maybe Georgia's one of those ones on the back end of the schedule where you can look at maybe getting a sweep. So I won't be too cocky. Yeah. But uh, if if this were at Auburn, I would say just go over there against a the top ten team and let's just get one of three. But Listen, this is our home. This is a we're a good team. Right. As strange as it's to say, we are a good team. You got to get two or three. I don't care who you are. I mean, if you're going to be a top ten SEC team at your home park, I don't care if it's number one or number ten. If they come into your house, you take two or three from them. Right. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say, Canizero is going to have them focus. I think the dogs come out, hit them, hit them in the mouth early, hit them hard. I say we try and get both these first two games. I think we got a a formula for uh, Friday and Saturday that seems to be working. Um, so let's let's go out there. Let's let's get the dogs. I'm, I'm believing. I'm yeah. believing. If, if 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 it ain't broke, don't fix it. Uh, True. And I mean, it's it, it it certainly is not broke at the moment. As much as it looks like it is, it's not. Can you? I mean, let's let's sit here and think for a second. There's a you know there's a chance. <laughs> there's a chance that state repeats as SEC champions. I mean, I'm not I'm not saying it's gonna happen. There's still a lot of ball to be played, but if I just I don't know that seems so bizarre to me. Like we've said countless times, but it is what it is. I mean, for for it to be the down year that was expected, and by down year I mean just not yeah. probably at the upper echelon community. Yeah. That's just uh, a yeah. good team, like middle of the pack. Uh, but you know that this was probably a rebuilding year, and honestly, a lot of people are saying, you know, yeah, rebuilding year in seventeen, and then eighteen, you're right back at it. I mean, heck, if we can repeat with this team, then we go into next year. I mean, we're going to be one of the top tens next year. I mean, you know, like I said, I've, I've talked about it. We won't dive into it too hard, but I mean, we got a lot. We're playing a lot of young players. We're going to have a lot of this talent back. Plus, we got the nineteen, the nineteen people we have coming off Tommy John. That's like a brand new recruiting <laughs> class. So, I mean, I'm really excited about that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy. Uh, last year, obviously, winning that SEC t- uh, championship. It was really awesome. I mean, that team deserved it. That was a, I mean, that that was a team that dominated from beginning to end. Though they never lost a series until the very end. I mean, you know, it's just kind of like you know, first quarter to fourth quarter of basketball. Or I guess mm-hmm. you know, in football, same terms. But I mean, this team would be one. Like I said, they're going to have to fight their way out of it. I mean, like I said, I, I mean, you, you're going to have some tough series, and obviously, I expect you know between. Auburn and Arkansas and South Carolina. So somebody's going to get a sweep in there and going to get a game back and come up right alongside us. I expect in these couple of weeks. And I mean, it could come down to that LSU series. Which if it comes down to us versus Manary with Kenizero as the SEC. Oh lord. Oh dear lord. The the story just writes itself. Uh, 
Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. I, I love the thought of that, but you know, hey, let's let's stay with the, this. We've got a real, like I said, good team. Butch Thompson, much love for Butch. He was there for my senior year. Mm-hmm. I always respect the man. Uh, mm-hmm. Hey, let's go. Let's go break his heart. Let's go, <laughs> let's go remind him. Hey, this this is not your dude anymore. This is our dude. Yeah, we love you, but we also we're gonna make you cry. Exactly. Yeah. Another successful team right now. We got Jeremy, our softball team. They are just. Lights out right now. They're playing with so much positivity, so much fun. Dude, I watched the game uh, Monday night. It's Arkansas. It's a rubber match. And, I mean, every time every time it went to, to our dugout or our outfield and it was, a, it was a, you know, a break or whatever, everybody's just dancing. I mean, <laughs> that's the definition of just letting it all hang out, just having fun. They're dancing. We got we got Cat Moore in the outfield, Davin. You know we got I saw I saw Coach Studeman dancing in third baseline. I mean <laughs> th- this team is loose and it shows, man. They're just three in a row, three SEC series wins in a row. I'm pretty sure Arkansas was ranked, or they were, they were pretty close to being ranked. Um, this this team's just fun. It it. Jeremy, I'm going to tell you, it honestly reminds me, to an extent, it reminds me of that 2013 baseball team, you know? It was just a bunch of goobers out there. Yep. Just a bench mob, Ross Mitchell, Lindgren, uh, uh, what was the other Mitchell? Evan. Evan, oh gosh, Evan. (laughs) (laughs) Just a bunch of goobers out there goofing off, and look where that took them. Now... I mean, I'm not saying, I'm not saying, but. But you're not not saying I, it. But I'm not not saying. The similarities are there. This team is just, they're infectious. They're fun to watch. I, I, I have fallen in love with them. They have stolen my heart. I've been into every every single game. Um, but an, another big SEC series win against a tough Arkansas team. Um, it's just, I. I, I three series ago, three three weeks prior to this to this uh, win streak that they've they've uh, gotten, uh, I said, yeah, if they could just start winning a few series here and there, hey, that that'll be great. They answered the bell. Yeah, and, yeah they and, cl- and clearly listened to the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Hey, shout out to you girls. You're doing me proud. But um, yeah, huge huge win. They brought zoo animals. It was. It, at, to the game last night, it, it was an absolute party, just all sorts of wildlife. Um, Did I, you see? I, I watched this game as well. Uh, the Monday night game, I watched it with uh, our uh, Hell Daryl Pod softball correspondent Haley Morton, who's uh-huh. a good friend of mine, softball expert. She sat me down and explained a lot of the intricates and the rules. Mm-hmm. So now I feel more. I feel like I've definitely been a little neglectful towards softball in my career, but I'm I'm like you. I'm coming around. I mean, watching that game, it's it's impossible not to fall in love with the team, obviously, right. too, because I just love that kind of what your point was. We gave up a home run in the first, and yeah. uh, coaches come out to talk to pitchers, and they zoom in on the outfield, and, you know, it, it's not like, all right, you know, the outfield's having a powwow themselves, and they're trying to get mentally. They're out there having a dance contest, <laughs> and they're just, like, rubbing each other's shoulders. They're down 1-0, just giving up a home run, and they could care less. They're like, I don't care. I'm going to dab. I'm yeah. just going to keep dabbing. Yeah. And, uh, they're it's, playing it's my crazy. music. They're playing the vegetable song. And I'm just exactly. going to start dancing. And did you see they had a slip inside before the game, too? They had that everything. Was, I mean, look, like, let me be a manager <laughs> or something. 
Because it, it looks too much fun, man. They're having, too, just, they're having too much of a good time. Can we just be the hype men? Like in the yes, dugout? Just, yes. Just the hype well, they, men. They got a coach that gets them pretty hype pregame. Uh, but I can help. I, I, can, I got an air horn. I can, can, I can do something. Can, can you really have too much hype, lad? Can you no, really have too much no, hype? Nope. No. Nope. Definitely There's not. Always, always room for more hype. <laughs> always room. And, then, and like I said, just let us coordinate some of the dances. Because at one point, you know, I thought the, the – um, meme and the gif that was out there, the gif that was out there of uh, all our all the players doing the coordinated dance, and mm-hmm. I was just like, they're just having so much fun. Which, yeah. again, I, I, like I said, I, I love keeping up with the softball team. Uh, I an article by you this past week, uh, dropped this past week. Uh, go check it out on For Whom the Cowbell Told. The softball uh, team's making about, it too easy for me, honestly. All, I, I all about it. the softball team yeah. at this point. I mean, and, yeah. and we love baseball, and we know baseball gets a lot of the notoriety, but the softball team deserves the praise. Yes. Uh, yes, I, I do not find it incredible that I was, as I was paying attention to this game and the announcers, and they were walking us through a lot of the ins and outs of what's going on in the SEC. So apparently, all thirteen teams are in the SEC could make the yeah, which I, is crazy. I believe that one hundred percent. And the other baffling stat was a team that we beat. Was it last week when we beat Georgia? Yes. Was it last yes week? Yeah. Uh, they are currently dead last in the SEC. Three and fifteen, ranked number twenty. That is bizarre. I don't understand. Has, I don't. I don't get it. What is? Well, we're just gonna have to keep watching. Maybe we'll we'll figure out why they rank teams the way. I did not realize they were three. What three and fifteen? You said? three and fifteen in the SEC. I'm not a numbers guy. That's dead. not good. It's not good. <laughs> they are dead. They are dead. Like, I mean, we're. I think we're eight and nine or something along those lines. Like middle seven of the pack. and ten or eight and ten, I believe. Eight and ten, like yeah. like respectably middle of the pack. You right. know, we've been on. Right. Uh, but yes, this Georgia team literally three and fifteen, and they're still ranked in the top twenty-five in the country. And I'm just like, I guess how? I, I how? guess that just okay. shows. I guess that just shows how, how tough the SEC is. Yeah, how lit this it is softball. a it I is mean, a it's... tough softball conference. And speaking of tough, the next the next series for our softball team, it's Auburn, and this Auburn team's very good. Uh, I think I said I, I wrote about it. Um, I I said I'd, I'd be happy with one out of three because it's at Auburn. Yeah, uh, one out of three. I. If we could win one game over there, that's fine. That's fine. Take that win. Take take positive because this Auburn team is good. Like you said, they most teams in this conference could make the the postseason. Auburn has a good shot at making the college world, the women's college world season. And so one out of three, nobody should complain if if that's what the dogs can get in Auburn. Okay, I'll get I'll. I'll, I'll dive more into this when we talk about it uh, later on here in the pod. But, I mean, I think this – I mean, it sounds like softball's in the same boat that women's tennis is there. It's just such a grind to go through the SEC schedule week in and week out. Then I think when we finally get to the NCAA tournament and we're facing teams not in the SEC, I feel like this softball team can make a nasty yeah, run and yeah. maybe get to a super. I mean, you probably host a regional, but, I mean, they're probably going to be like a, a you know, a, a low two seed or a high three seed. Mm-hmm. I mean, they get the right regional where they're facing maybe you know not a national seed, but like a just a team that's hosting. Right. There's no reason to think this that we couldn't get hot, and then at that point, once you get to a super regional, you're just, I mean, it's hot. Who knows? We can make a run. Who knows? I mean, we, we've obviously I, proven that we can beat some very good teams. Well, we may not have won all the series. We've 
even the series that we've lost, like I remember we lost one to Alabama, um, I believe Tennessee. Some, so another good team. We've still taken one of the games to where we can we can play with the elite teams. Yeah, we took we one from Texas A&M week uh, week yeah, one the yeah. SEC. Texas A&M. Yeah, uh, I remember it's, that. It's yeah, it's there. It's there. They can compete. They can compete yeah. with all of these teams. Yeah, um, but I agree. And sometimes, with you. And sometimes in the postseason, like one game, yep, maybe right, catch you right, know, like right. I said, you catch them at the right time. Yeah, I, I'm right there with you. If we can, if we can get out uh, to the NCAA postseason, and uh, you know, just get matched up with some non teams, I I have complete faith that this softball team could really get hot and really make a run. Uh, yeah, so there. Keep keep grinding, Van. Keep the dogs grinding. You know, yeah. there's there's a light at the end of the tunnel of this SEC season. There is a light. Yes, and and seriously, let Jeremy and I introduce <laughs> something. I would, let me be I a would part like of this team. Hype, man. Yes, I will. Listen, I will listen, listen to our podcast. If you, if you don't think we're hype enough, we'll submit our own video, and then you can judge our hypeness. Well, if we do videos, we there's a song that's a definite no. But <laughs> I mean, just take our word for it. We're we're pretty great at just boosting morale levels, so just keep that in mind. That's all I'm saying. Um, Jeremy, let's let's move on. We got the NFL coming soon, yeah. Let's, yes, we do have the NFL yeah, draft right, coming up this uh, uh, this Thursday. Okay, let's dive into that. We got we got a little info here. Fred Ross might have heard of him. He's he's uh, projected somewhere, at least. Yep. I, but I think so. That's my expert analysis. Jeremy, what, what do we got with the draft? Um, so when it comes to the NFL draft, uh, like I said, it's coming up this Thursday. Uh, they'll have the first round, and then I believe the second and third round are on Friday, and then fourth through on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll admit, when it comes to the draft, and this is we, we reached out, and we now have a, uh, an NFL draft correspondent by the name of Robbie Jeffcote, who is my former roommate. Oh, um, shout out. This, I'm just going to go ahead and say shout out Robbie this guy knows his stuff. Jeremy, he's, yeah. he's been he's been he's been educating me on the draft for years now. Mm-hmm. And so if I have a draft question, and this is not just Mississippi State, he can tell you who's probably going to be taken in the third round as the next offensive tackle right now. He could probably do it. <laughs> You've told me many stories. You've told me many yes. stories about this guy, and he is a draft day savant. Yes. the guy and he de- knows his stuff. And he destroy he destroys me in my fantasy league because of this. Yeah. Uh, but that's that's neither here nor there. I'm <laughs> bouncing back this year, and he knows it. So watch out, Rob. Uh, but yes, our NFL draft correspondent here at Helldale Pod, Robbie Jeffcoat. I'll I'll just give you some of his. Uh, I had a conversation with him this week. I'll give you some of his things. He said that uh, more than likely uh, Ross will be our only draftee, as this is not a great year for draftees. No, uh, I brought up in senior uh, another uh, offensive tackle for us and he seems to think that he might be a late round kind of guy if the right team wants him okay uh but fred is even currently falling has been as projected as low as the sixth round which seems a little odd but uh um just something that apparently without uh in his closing weeks going into draft uh robbie commented on richie brown and uh jonathan calvin saying that he does believe they will be priority free agents after the draft Okay. Uh, which is something that you know many Mississippi State fans are familiar. With. All our players just get drafted, so that free agency can still be exciting. We've had a lot of players go through that and still make it to the league. Oh yeah. Um, whenever I asked him about uh, why Ross might have been falling down, he said that his problem is, and I think a lot of Mississippi State fans can understand this to an extent. Uh, Ross is a jack of all trades guy. He's really a master of knowing. He's not really that, elite yeah. at anything that he yeah. does. 
but he does everything pretty dang good, so he should get drafted. Okay. Um, so I asked Robbie what teams might we anticipate uh, our boy getting looked at. Yeah. He said that the Patriots have showed him a lot of interest, but in his opinion, the Ravens is the most likely uh, vacancy that he could land at. Okay. He see, Robbie seems to think that uh, he sees, and I don't know if it's a direct comparison, uh, he might elaborate on a later podcast, but he sees a lot of Steve Smith and Ross oh. uh, now that he's vacant. And uh, they are currently very uh, light on depth at the wide receiver position as Aiken, their slot receiver, is no longer at the Ravens. So that could be a fairly easy transition for okay. uh, Ross to slide in there. But uh, the Patriots thing, the Patriots do have a thing for MSU guys that go undrafted. Uh, they've taken players in the past such as Love and Skinner. So, you know, be on the lookout for Calvin Brown and Senior, those guys that might go undrafted or that back end of that draft. They've also taken Matthew Wells. Uh, so, Bill Belichick dogs. So, I'm, never dude, know. if if Richie Brown goes to the Patriots, I don't. I oof, that that might just. I'm a I'm a huge Richie Brown guy. If you know me, you know this. I will go to war for Richie Brown. Love that guy. If he goes to the Patriots, that's just. Mm, I I don't. That that'd be pretty nice. I I would love that's, that's, to see that. I, that's a, that's a solid match too. Like, yeah. I like that match. Yeah, I really like that match. Because um, you gotta think it's it's gonna be cold up there, so he's already got a beard. It's good. If anything, the beard the beard will get bigger. So yeah, the beard will only get bigger. So yeah. I mean, goodness gracious, what could, what could he do with a stronger beard? Anything. Wow. Yeah. A Groundbreaking lot. stuff. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was so. That's uh, and like I said, I, I wish I could say I have my own opinions, but when it comes down to it, Robbie's my go to guy, so I, I defer to his judgment. And that's his mm-hmm. opinion. Mm-hmm. So uh, that is also ipso facto this podcast opinion. Yeah. So uh, watch, yeah. Wa- watch out for, for the Ravens and uh, and Patriots and possibly the Cowboys. I've have have heard, heard that. The Cowboys. I've heard that. Yeah. Uh, so those will be the three teams to possibly look out for for drafting some dogs in the draft come uh, this weekend. Well, you got okay. You got the Ravens, Fred Ross, which mm-hmm. we know Joe Flacco is elite. So yes. that's not that's not that's that's okay. That's a good matchup. You got an it's elite quarterback. That's good. That's yep. what a wide receiver wants. On the other yep. hand, could you imagine Dad reuniting? It, it was. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I got goosebumps I, for saying it. I got goosebumps I, for saying it. I just can't. I can't. I couldn't. I don't even know what to say. I was, <laughs> You're at a loss for words be, right now, Jeremy. I'd be so happy. I'd be so happy uh, as, uh, as as a as a Cowboys fan. My own, uh, I would just be so happy. I would. I would love it. You know, they'd look over at each other at, during points of the game. They'd be like, he he'd throw a signal up from like Mississippi State days, and uh-huh. uh, like no one for the Cowboys would understand what was what he was doing. Like, what is that? We that's not part of our playbook. And he'd be like, don't worry, me and Fred have this. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and then Fred would run some Mississippi State play, and then it'd go for first down, and be like, yeah, man, that's how we do things. Mm-hmm. That's great. Mm-hmm. As uh, long as he I doesn't do third and seven QB draws up the middle, that Mississippi State. Play. Hey. People forget that, that that worked for a little bit until we ran into Alabama. <laughs> that's how it, that's how it usually goes. That's, how that's pretty goes. much that's how it goes every year. <laughs> Shaky Fitz, looking forward to that game this oh, year. Oh, <laughs> jeez, can we score? T- uh, can we score a touchdown, please? It's been two years, guys. Okay, we're getting off on a team. Uh, yep, yep. <laughs> that was that was our draft analysis. Shout out to our uh, draft expert, Robbie. Uh, I trust him with my life, but not really because I've. All, you, you, can, you can only hear his takes on Hail Daryl Pie, by the yeah. way. I asked him for his rights, and he said he agreed. So Yeah. Our, lawyer, our lawyer wrote up the contract, so 
he's on retainer. He's stuck with us. Um, just like just like Haley Morton, our softball expert. These are all part of our staff. So yes, yes. Don't, don't go, not, don't go not, bullshitting any of yeah. the other podcasts out there. Yeah. Cease and desist. Yeah, cease and desist. They are not freelance artists. They only <laughs> uh, stay with us. So we will see if you try to take them from us. Um, Jeremy, let's let's get into uh, the more obscure side of Mississippi State sports. What do we got with uh, with tennis and track and golf? And soccer. Don't oh, yep. Yep. And soccer, of course. <laughs> shout out, wow. shout out, Lady Dogs. We, li- we literally <laughs> messed that up. Like, I was going to get to that. I was going to get to that. I was going to get to that. Yeah, let's see. We'll, ju- we'll jump right into it. We'll jump with the recaps. Again, um, we'll start with golf. And it's it's not it's not great. Uh, the men's golf team uh, was in the SEC tournament in Birmingham this past weekend. And unfortunately, they finished dead last. Um, Yikes! Not greatest result, but uh, a oh, uh, uh, frequent mention on this podcast. Ping Pikachu. Oh yeah, uh, f- did end up finishing seventh overall. Uh, there you go. Tied for seventh, I believe, uh, with a three round total of uh, minus four. Which, as a golfer, I can attest that is very difficult. You know, there, there was a bright spot in there. Okay. Uh, on the women's side, um, they ended up finishing eleventh at the SEC tournament with Jessica Ping leading the Bulldogs with a top twenty five finish uh, with a plus two. Over the three rounds, and uh, while the season has ended, the women actually still technically uh, they're actually going to await their fate and see if they make a regional uh, on April twenty seventh. That'll come out, and uh, based on my research, it sounds like the regionals they kind of take a lot of teams. So I mean, I think our our, our lady dogs could end up having a little bit of postseason. Play. So uh, we'll, we'll keep our eye on that, and uh, obviously keep our fingers crossed that yeah. that works out for us. But. Uh, you know, like I said, it was uh, SEC's tough, and it was eleven play hey, finish. But like I said, Jessica had a if if not ahead. if not, there's always the dairy international, so we can Ooh, still go to that. We'll, we'll always have that. We'll, <laughs> let's just go back. We'll just go yeah. as a team. Just <laughs> Hail Daryl Pod and the women's team. We'll just go back and we'll yeah. just hang out. Hail Daryl we'll Pod presented by the Darius Rucker Collegiate Invitational. Let's Love it. Mulligan. Hashtag Mulligan. Mulligan. Love it. Um. Moving on over into track and field, uh, this was um, a light week in track and field. Uh, we were at the LSU Alumni Gold Go Tigers Invitational. Uh, <laughs> Is that the name of it, or did you make that up? Again, I, pre- I feel like these schools are abbreviating <laughs> the, go, the, the true Gold name. Tigers. The Gold Tigers Invitational. Oh, the, uh, the gumbo with it running the ball. Gumbo. <laughs> <laughs> and the coach Football, Go Tigers. Uh, where we had, we, we did have a successful uh Attorney though with, with Monica Mosley won the 400 meter hurdle with a time of 59.52 seconds, which is a now a freshman record as she's a freshman Hey-o. and it sets a record for MSU for a 400 meter hurdle. So out to Monica, she won her event and she set a freshman record. Monica, um, we had the Shut MSU up. relays coming up this coming weekend, so that'll be a big event for the track and field team. Uh, not a lot of people were in competition this weekend, so it sounds like they were resting up. For, uh, we'll definitely have our eye on that going forward. Right. <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, let's see. Women's soccer. Yeah. Got to talk about the women's soccer. Of course. They concluded their spring season with a, a resounding, uh, I think the only word to describe this would be a demolition of South Alabama by the school. Nothing. Uh, oh, I love it when we beat South Alabama. Those jerks. <laughs> yeah. I hate them. Hate uh, Ky- Kylie Martins and Kelly Dorney had a brace each. Oh. Uh, for- Nice. For those of you not familiar with soccer, brace is two goals. Oh yeah. Uh, Don't call us nerds because we know what a brace means. We're and then, we're, and then Michaela. We're dignified. 
<laughs> Idiots. Look. Ma- Michaela Waldner also got in on the score sheet as she scored the last goal to make it five nothing. So uh, the women wrapped up their season, uh, went undefeated four and nothing season. So they'll now go into the summertime and uh, really kind of work towards next year. Sounds like they have a lot of uh, to build on for next year. So really excited about that. All right, hey, <coughs> soccer dogs. Uh, we've always been fans from you since day one. Or day one, day one, day day one that we knew to talk about you. I don't know when that was, but. Um, we've we've been with you since the start of us knowing that you were playing in the spring. So <laughs> we love soccer here on Hell Daryl Pod. Um, we love braces, and not like the braces in your mouth, like the braces when you <laughs> score two goals, because people need to know other uh, playing like brace. Exactly. <laughs> All right, and uh, finally, moving over into the world of tennis. Um, Women's tennis team was in action this past weekend. The SEC tournament was being held. Um, We had a good good enough season where they had a bye, so their first opponent they had to wait on, but they ended up being Tennessee, and they made quick work of this Tennessee team, uh, winning by a resounding 4-1, getting wins at double. They won the doubles point, and they got wins from some familiar Jasmine Lee, Madison Harrison, and Sarah the Liz Lizatory oh, yeah. uh, closed out the victory. Uh, and this advanced them to the next round, which was the quarterfinals, in which they were facing the uh, Fighting Dinosaurs of Florida. And this is, I'm just going to lie, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get really upset as I, as I walk through this because this match just, I, I'm, I'm upset, but I'm also so proud of our dogs. So, it was a tough start for the Bulldogs. We played Florida. Who's already, we've already lost them two weeks ago to this team. Right. Uh, they come out. We lose the doubles point, kind of expected. And at that point, you're kind of looking at it going, okay, this could end up being a rough day. Uh, and they end up so – they take the doubles point. And this is kind of where it got weird. Because I'm just going to point this out that Christina Wozniak, for us, mm-hmm. uh, typically plays number four singles. Right. Um and she plays number two double. She played the number two double spot, but I'm not. I haven't really seen information on whether she was hurt or what was the reasoning, because she played the day before at number four singles, but she did not play number four singles for us against Florida. And so I do know that the rule is that if somebody comes out of your lineup, everyone else just has to, and then the next player comes in at the number six spot. So what ended up happening was our number five and six player moved up to number four and five, mm. and then we just brought in a different player to number six. I bring that up because it ended up being important because the players that we moved up to four, four were clearly affected as it was Anastasia, uh, Rintoli, and the Liz, as they both dropped their matches mm. at number four and five singles. So now we're down three nothing. All hell looks like it's coming loose. It doesn't look like we're in sync at all. And just when the dogs gave you no hope, that's when they just they gave you they they snuck back up on you. Mm-hmm. Uh, as ja- as then you had two uh, ranked victories for dogs from Jasmine Lee as she took down the number six player in the country, and Madison Harrison defeating the number twenty nine player in the country, number three, which was a great win for Madison. She yeah. uh, had her ups and downs this year, but that's a huge win for her. Right. Um, with, so with the score three two, it come down to number two singles and number six singles. And I remind you, the number six singles is Jennifer Brown who usually plays for us, she strictly just doubles. Mm-hmm. And she, unfortunately, would fall in straight sets to Florida, uh, closing out the match 4-2 in favor of the Gators. <coughs> and this just, I'll say too, 
The number two match, we were actually up a set and a break. So we were about to, in all hindsight, we lost the match 4-3. Mm-hmm. So we lost the match 4-3, losing two positions to by players that traditionally don't play those positions. I was I was very upset. We have yeah, a good that, team. Yeah. You hate to see stuff like that happen. Uh I I don't I don't know what for, what the reason, but it is what it is. And I think I think when you go uh, against Florida, you you kind of can't have things happen. Uh, at least not with this Florida women's team because they're just incredibly dominant. It, it was just so unlucky. I, I, I haven't been able to figure out what exactly happened, but if she mm-hmm. did get injured, it's just so unfortunate because yeah. at number six position, it ended up being a close match by Jennifer, and you would just have to assume <coughs> that the Liz would be ready for that type of match, and she might have been able to pull it out. So, I mean, that could have been the fourth win right there. Yeah. So uh, they came really close, though, but, you know, Nothing to hold your hat about. I mean, it's the, they will rebound. They will now go into uh, – they'll await their destiny in a couple weeks for NCAA tournament play. And like I've said, uh, this team, they the SEC play, much like softball, is very tough. Right. They are built for the NCAA tournament, though. I think they have a great chance of advancing. And I've, I'm going to go out and say I predict this team has Elite Eight capabilities. I think, though, if they can get a good regional host uh, – or not a host, but a good regional site, because I don't believe they'll host, they can make a nasty run. And I'm going to run. Jasmine Lee is un- almost unbeatable at this point. So I'm going to go on this podcast and just say that whenever these brackets do come out, which they haven't come out yet, unless we just get a screw job on the bracketing, I think the dog's got a lead eight in us. I think okay. I really do. They, they are very good. Um, they've had some 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 big-time wins this season. Uh, so I'm, I'm right there with you on that. Yep. And now kicking it over to the men's tennis team. Nothing to recap here. Other So we just have a preview as the men's tennis team now has the SEC tournament kicking off for them this weekend. Uh-huh. Uh, we were awarded the number five seed, which is a good seed. Uh, mm-hmm. Got a bye, and we will wait the winner of the Vandy-Bama match on Wednesday, which both those teams we've already beaten. So in my mind, we will destroy them again. Okay. Uh, we've already beaten them once. And then in the what will be the quarterfinals, we will face a certain team from Columbia, South Carolina, by the yeah. name of USC Gamecocks, who mm-hmm. beat us 4-3 to three in Columbia a week and a half ago. Glad we're going to beat them. I'm, don't worry about it. Just have faith. We're going to absolutely destroy We're going to beat them 4-0. I have no doubt. Nuno Borges is just going to like – he's going to somehow manage to win all, all four matches for <laughs> I'm okay Get with behind that. it. I'm, okay I, with I'm that. convinced that this team we're, – we're just – we're not losing to USC. I promise you, we're not losing to South Carolina. Okay. And then from there, we're in the semis, and our likely semifinal opponent will be Texas. Who, if you remember, in a big Super Bowl dog weekend, yes, the dogs have already destroyed this team four one. Mm-hmm. Like we're we we have their number. Yeah. We're just gonna do it again, and then uh, so at that point, we're in the finals. And I mean, obviously, it could be a number of teams over there on that side, but I'll just go out and say that if it were my choice. I hope that we get a little bit of retribution and we play a certain team uh, up north mm. that uh, we kind of got screwed over by Mother Nature that mm-hmm. didn't allow us to play a true match earlier in the year. Yep. I want a little because I think the dogs are going to destroy that team. I'm calling SEC Championship. The bracket really is very favorable for the dogs. I like our chances of at least making the championship. And then once you get to that match, you never know. Anything's possible. So here, you've heard it here first. Dogs are winning the SEC ch- tournament this weekend. Dog. All right. I like it. I'm with you on that. This uh, this tennis team, they're they're good. They're solid. Nuno Borges, just electric. 
So, uh, let's win the SEC championship. I, I I could not agree more with you. These dogs, they're good. Could not could not agree more. Um, big weekend for them, though. Like I said, I mean, it's they they are also on that. They're ranked. I think I ran them out. They were number eighteen today. So they're right on the cusp of being in that top sixteen to where they could host at the end of the year. So I mean, a strong SEC tournament showing could be the difference in them making that top sixteen. So we need a strong showing this weekend, both to uh, this tournament, but also we need to try and move up. I think probably two more spots to uh, get some regional action in Startville, which would be a lot of fun to go to. Yeah, yeah, that, it's a lot of fun. We went, we had that SEC tournament that one year uh, for men's. That was that was very fun. That's all I got today. All right, well, let's uh, let's head into some segments. Um, first and foremost, as always, and Coach Canizaro beat up that coach uh, this week. We have yet another uh, yet another coach from the John Cohen coaching tree, Butch Thompson. We said it. Uh, we were talking about this earlier in the show. Um. This is another one. This is another one like uh, Nick Mangione in Kentucky. I kind I don't want to see these guys fight. My love for Me Butch. Neither. My love for Butch is too strong. Um, he gave us a great season uh, in 2013. Him being the pitching coach. Uh, I don't. I don't want to see. I don't want to see Canizar beat up this 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 coach. I know he could. There's no doubt in my mind. Yeah, well, I'll tell you this. Butch might get a couple good swings on him. He might land a few a few blows, but it's the same as every week. I don't. I, uh, he 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 could beat him up. Should he beat him up? No, no. Be nice to Butch. Butch was nice to us. I like that. I like that analysis. I I agree, and uh, I I welcome Butch back to dude. I like said. I just hope he realizes that we're we're about. Oh yeah, we will make him cry. Um. Yeah, that's it's got to happen. Sorry, Butch, but it's got to happen. Next segment, Jeremy. I think you got a. This is why we can't have nice things. Yeah, uh, earlier this week, unfortunately, um, this, this segment's called "This is Why We Can't Have Nice Things." And mm-hmm. earlier this week, our, uh, our our I guess you would call him our backup catcher at this point. I don't even know if you call him that since he hadn't played in so long. Right. But uh, Eli Marrero, he got uh, got him a beat. Mm. Um, in Starkville mm. and had to, I think, did a little bit of jail time and then got bailed out. But, mm. you know, obviously this is going to be, you know, if this if he already wasn't suspended for off-the-field issues, I believe, already, this would definitely match it. So, you know, while, while it's not really can't have nice things because you wouldn't say this is a nice thing because he hadn't really done much for us. That's true. Uh, this is more a retroactive. This is why we can't have nice things in that here we are a year and a half into this guy's career, he was a top 150 player coming out of high school. A lot was expected. He might would have started as a freshman last year. Mm-hmm. Um, it just hasn't lived up to his expectations or potential. So it's really, it's really just disconcerting. And, uh, you know, you hate it for the kid, but, you know, at the same time, it's like, I mean, you can't even give him every opportunity. And another another episode of, you know, we, we think we have something great, you know, last week an unbelievable catching prospect and here we are a year later and he's getting deweys and not even playing for the team so this is why we can't have nice things guys this, this is why we can't man, have nice things this is why we can't have nice things uh yeah that's a, that's a shame that's a shame to um you don't want to see you don't want to see that with, with any kid no matter the team no matter the player um might need to might need to take a look look at himself in the mirror 
and um, you know, kind of straighten things out. But yeah, it, it's it's a shame. He was he was a very very talented uh, prospect, and now I don't I don't even know if he'll. I mean, me he might still be on the team. He's got of he's got a lot of making up to do. But yeah, that's that's why we can't have nice things. Um, moving on, let's get into bear bashing. We got a little bit of bear bashing um, last night. Of course, you all know the Governor's Cup, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Trustmark Park, Pearl, Mississippi. Uh, record crowd, Jeremy, the largest crowd ever at Trustmark Park. I think it was like 500 plus, uh, something like that. And uh, dogs got it done. Dogs got it done. And they sweep Ole Miss on the season. We've played against them now. We've won all four. Uh, hey, Ole Miss, suck it. <laughs> <laughs> we I, haven't done I, it. To, that's that's all, yeah. we need to, all we need. All it needs to be said at that yeah, point. Yeah, haven't swept them. Uh, haven't haven't beat them four four straight in a season since '97, I believe it was. That's what they said. So yeah, uh, Ole Miss, suck it. Take that. Four times, four wins. You know, be better. Let's uh, let's now move on to uh, doghouse and top dog. Jeremy, I'm gonna start us off with the doghouse. Um, it's it, this. It's uh, it's us. It's you and me. We're in the doghouse. Last weekend or last week, last show, we uh, we may have come out uh, of left field and said a source told us. That the pitchers were not on, no longer on the team. They were ineligible due to uh, grades and skipping, ditching class. Uh, turns out we were wrong. Turns out that was not true. Um, both pitchers, I think, immediately, like within the next two games. <laughs> so if we were we were just very wrong. But don't put all the blame on us, Jeremy, because it was a fourteen-year-old boy that allegedly had breaking news um i'm just kidding i think he's like i think i think he's like 17 he's 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 17 okay all right well the 16 year old was wrong so don't get that mad at us but also get mad at us because we were wrong but hey it's a good thing we're wrong i'll take that I'll, i'll put my hand in the air uh we didn't get it right we are batting 500 right now uh, yeah, I mean, one of those, I, 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 I raise my hand and I proudly say that, you know, yeah, we got this one wrong, but hey, were, were we right on the uh, Seer breaking news? So, hey, we 50, were 50% at this point, guys. Yeah. 50%. Yeah. Uh, hey, we, we met, <laughs> hey, we, we, this was a test. This was a test. We wanted to test our listeners to see how well they paid attention. And unfortunately, some people did call us out. So, hey, we do have listeners out there that are paying attention to us. So, yeah. uh, yeah. yeah, this is a this is a prank. I don't see how people didn't see this as a prank. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. We're just joking. It was a prank, guys. Come on, we're sarcastic. Uh, that's how we roll. Jeremy, who you got in your doghouse? Uh, my doghouse this week. I have um, baseball games finishing after eleven p.m. in the middle of <laughs> April. Yes, yes. Um, so Friday night, uh, the dogs. <laughs> 
decided to go. They had a doubleheader for one, which was already going to make it for a little bit longer. But the game decided that second game, it went long. I mean, what time did we finish last? 2 a.m., I would say? Yeah, 2, two o'clock. I had, uh, I had eyes and ears at Duty Noble. Um, my good friend, Sydney Simpson. She stayed the whole day. Uh, yeah, it, it, it didn't end till 2. It was late. It was very late. So, yeah, that's that's just, you know, I had to drive to Memphis the next day. I was going to a wedding. Shout uh, oh, out to Payne, a good friend of mine. The wedding was great. <laughs> but uh, Yeah, thanks for the invite, yeah, like, I, Just kidding. Yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know. <laughs> he's, he's a rebel. Shocker. He didn't want to give more Mississippi State people invites. Uh, it was one of those, like, I was just sitting there, and I had to leave the next morning. Like, I just kept going, all right, I'm going to get six hours of sleep. <laughs> All right, I guess I'm getting five hours of sleep. All right, we're down to four. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, this should be fun. So, uh, thanks. Yeah, I mean, I, this is my bone to pick where, you know, listen, when it comes to May and the SEC tournament, and, you know, we've all been there, and, you know, the, some of those games when the dogs are the last game on those early rounds, which we mm-hmm. always know we are, mm-hmm. uh, you know, yeah, sometimes those games don't start till 9. I'm okay staying up late. For I can live with that. That's right. a tournament. I can live with that. In the middle of April for an SEC series, dogs don't make me stay up past eleven. This is ridiculous. Get your get your things done in standard Eastern time zone of night or midnight. This is ridiculous. So we're not, we're yeah, not time my, zone, my dog guys. house is my 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 dog house is yeah games ending after eleven in the middle of April. Okay, let's reserve that for May. Everybody knows that's reserved for Hoover, Alabama, when we're tied one one. With a very horrible Missouri team, Raider run for fourteen innings. Oh gosh! Not to be specific, but yeah, I am being very specific. Not to bring back I mean, nightmares, you... but God, yeah. remember that? <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> that so, uh, was terrible. But like I said, I was okay with it because that was in May. That's the okay. SEC tournament. That's what happens there. Mm-hmm. We, I, I shouldn't be going through this kind of stuff in middle of April. That right. was ridiculous. Right. So right. So that that's my doghouse. <laughs> All right, you want to you want to kick off top dog? You want me? I'll do, I'll do it. All right, uh, my, give us your top my top dog. dog. I'm a I'm I'm going outside my comfort zone of what I usually cover, but mm-hmm. I like I said I I'm like you falling in love with it. I'm going with Cat the Dab Moore. Oh yeah, I'm the women's softball team. Uh, this weekend she batted 400 uh, against Arkansas, scoring two runs in uh, having one RBI, having one RBI, uh, which was a home run on uh, Friday. Uh, and the dogs 3-0 win, and uh, more importantly, uh, she has the lookiest moves in the SEC in the outfield. And she really does. Has the she impeccable really timing to end each track and song with that lovely dab. That mm. I'm pretty sure Migos would be proud to have her. Uh, maybe show up in one of their next videos at some point. You know, hey, shout out to uh, Migos. Hey, we we got a pretty smooth dancer <laughs> on our softball team. Yeah, maybe uh, give her give her. Give her a shout out, you know. Maybe have her just like you know come sliding in and then hitting the dab and what the end of your video. That'd be that sick. Be pretty cool. That'd be sick. That'd be pretty sweet. But yeah. uh, like I said, getting it done in in dance moves, but also on the field. Like I said, really strong uh, performance from her, batting four hundred on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's one of those uh, at the top. She's a slap hitter, which I learned a lot about this past weekend from uh, our uh, Haley Morton. Kind of walked me through a lot of that. And she's a natural righty, so she had to use her right arm to really just. Literally, she just hits the ball into the ground and just hauls butt down to first. Right. And I love it. Yep. I think that's incredible. Yep. I don't see why more baseball teams don't try it, but maybe it only works in softball. Uh, well, could you but, imagine Josh yeah. loving it? Every time. 
I mean, there's no doubt in my mind it would work 100% of the time. He would never get to... He wouldn't make it five feet. Oh, gosh. Josh Lovely. Oh. You know what? I was... I'm changing it. I'm changing it, and this is right at the last minute. I'm changing it. Uh, was going to go with Luke Alexander, who had a very good series against um, Alabama. He he pretty much won us that that uh, inning nightmare of a game on Friday with his. We had a home run that put us ahead in the in regular innings. Um, he also had that real big pop fly, I believe. Well, he was a part of that. He was a part of that, and that that eventually tied it in extra innings. So he had a great weekend. So shout out to Luke Alexander. But I, I, I gotta go. I, I don't think I don't think I talked about this when I was when we were talking about softball here in the show. Um, top dog for me, center fielder Amanda Ivy, with the banana land catch against Arkansas. Uh, Sunday, I believe it was. Um, they ended up, they lost that game, but that catch, that catch was just pure, pure athleticism. It was hit over. She was tracking back. Uh, it, I, it, it didn't look like a home run, and it wasn't. She didn't rob it, but man, she laid out for that thing and just hit the wall completely in the air. You know, and, and just... Almost died. Uh, dude. She, you could tell she was hurting, uh, but she got up, dusted <laughs> herself off. She is a trooper. Because, Jeremy, I think if either one of us did that, we would, we'd be in the hospital with pretty much our bodies just being broken. There, there's no doubt about it in my mind. Um, but just an amazing catch. Just... One of the best catches I've seen uh, this season. So for that, Amanda Ivy, you are my top dog. You you more than deserve it because that was just absurd what you did. It was it was fantastic. So you're Much my deserved. top dog. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's gonna do it for us this week. Uh, it was a good show. Good show. A lot of good stuff. Um. We got the Governor's Cup, so that's always fun. And, um, hey, Ole Miss, suck it, and I hate you. <laughs>